Hello, everybody. It's the Wolf Tracks Podcast. I'm Brandon Scott. With me, the one and only Zach Stortini. Zach, uh, I know it's been a while since our last podcast. Uh, how are you doing right now? I'm doing very well, Brandon. How about you? I am doing fantastic. I'm happy to be behind the mic right now recording this podcast with you. And uh, I know just from speaking to you, uh, you had some stuff that kept you fairly busy uh, in between these podcasts. Uh, how would you break the news to every everybody? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm uh, busy like always, but uh, even more so now with uh, the birth of my son. So I'm a, a new father. Yeah, that again, congratulations. I think I can say that for just about everybody listening to this podcast. Congratulations on becoming a dad and first thing that's kind of like wow like that's uh that's got to be crazy i know for you you're a common cool cool collected individual i never really see you sweat at all zach so but were you nervous uh becoming a father um i i think every father's excited you know i'd like to describe it more as that excitement uh of you know bringing your, your son into the world and, and seeing him for the first time. Um, I, I think like every father, you're always excited, uh, you know, for that first day and, and look forward to many great days after that. And now, uh, one of the big parts that everybody seems to ask is the name. You know, uh, how do you come up with that? Uh, well, his name is Frank, uh, and that comes from uh, his great-grandfather. Um, you know, I hear many great stories of, uh, the character and uh, um, you know the, the passion that he had for uh, his family, um, you know the the perseverance to come over from the old country uh, uh, here to Canada, and um, you know he was uh, a well liked family man, uh, very honest, and uh, you know a, a man of character and in- integrity, and I hope the same for Frank. Exactly, uh, what a strong name as well. And I know, Zach, uh, throughout your playing career, you've always kind of been a role model, a leader, a mentor to some of your other teammates. And uh, do you almost see a new look on life now that you have uh, one of your own in the world? I would like to think that there's a lot of similarities between uh, being a father and a coach. I mean, anytime you're able to um, you know, work with young people and uh, you know, help teach life skills, leadership skills, uh, and, you know, the game of hockey, hopefully one day for Frank, but, uh, in my case as a coach here with the Wolves, uh, you know, that's always a privilege and, and something I really enjoy. Um, you know, it's a, a case where, um, you know, to be able to be a positive influence, um, on a young person in, in the path that they're going to take, I think is an incredible opportunity. It's a great responsibility and it's something that I really enjoy. Now, you can't rule out the potential of being the next video guy for the Wolves either. All right, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I would be very happy with that. Uh, and now, one thing that I often hear about uh, new parents is that sleep just doesn't happen. And do you notice that through your first uh, couple weeks in fatherhood? Uh, well, coming from playing the game of hockey as a player, uh, again, coaching last year, uh, it's always a case of managing that. It, it's not a traditional schedule uh, where you are able to sleep, you know, consistent hours every night. 
where you know you're, you're going to bed at the same time and getting up at the same time you do try to keep it as regular as possible but you know circumstances with scheduling and travel um you know always change that it's always about being able to adapt and um, you know, I think this case is very much the same, you know, he, uh, he dictates the schedule a little bit here and, and, uh, um, you know, you, you work around that and, uh, that's part about being, you know, a leader and, and part of being, you know, a responsible father. Uh, but I am very lucky, you know, I'm in a great situation because, uh, my wife is, uh, a very strong, smart, intelligent person. And, um, you know, she does an amazing job. Um, you know, spending a ton of time with Frank already and making sure he's he's well fed and well taken care of. Um, you know, also uh, the, the nurses here, uh, the doctors and nurses at HSN are incredible. Uh, I can't rave enough about them and, and what a great job, um, you know, they have done, you know, uh, helping us and supporting us. Um, you know, it's a, a case where, you know, being here at home in Sudbury, we are so very lucky. The support that we get from, you know, family and friends and uh, teammates, you know, our, our, uh, uh, you know, our, our staff here in Sudbury with uh, Rob and Ken and uh, Scott and, and, and Bucky and, and Box. It's a, an incredible group, uh, yourself included. Um, you know, the list goes on. So uh, we're, we are so very lucky that, you know, knowing that we have the support of everybody here in, in Sudbury and, and uh, we're not alone. Uh, yeah, those healthcare workers are real superstars. They don't take two seconds off their shift, and they really give it their all, no matter what the circumstances are. So uh, you got to give a uh, credit where credit is due with them. And, and I uh, think I could say this for everybody that we're all extremely happy uh, for you and your wife, and uh, we hope nothing but success coming for Frank. Uh, but moving on to our next chapter, uh, I did something. Uh, for the first time as well. Definitely not on the same level as you, Zach, but I went skating on Lake Ramsey for the first time. I feel like I'm now officially a Sumerian, <laughs> and it was just phenomenal. It was great to be outside uh, lacing up the skates yet again. It was a beautiful day. The sun was shining. The only thing that didn't work in my favor was skating into the wind, Oh my, it was, it felt like it was just cutting right through my winter jacket. I definitely could have de- wore uh, s- some more layers to stay warm. But other than that, it was just a, a phenomenal experience. And uh, I advise everybody to take advantage of this opportunity we have in Sudbury to go skating on the lake. But I feel like I'm saying that to a very limited crowd. I feel like a lot of people here like to go skating on Lake Ramsey. Well, first of all, congratulations for finally getting out there, and uh, glad to hear that you are enjoying one of the many amenities Sebri has to offer. Uh, we are so very lucky up here with uh, the resources that we have, and uh, you know, definitely having Ramsey Lake at the center of our city is uh, incredible. You know, during the summer, you obviously get to use the lake to to swim and boat and all that kind of good stuff, but in the winter, you know, it's it's uh, an awesome place to get out and, and skate the trails that they plow um you know the neighborhood communities that you see all the little uh rinks out there where people are playing hockey it's uh, uh an unbelievable so canadian experience you know anytime anybody uh, you know pictures canada I, I think there's nothing more canadian than seeing people skating uh on a lake in the winter or a nice winter day and uh you know it's great that you take advantage of that yeah one place i want to try skating is uh, Kiwi Park. Uh, apparently, you get to skate through almost like a nature path. 
and I hear there's lots of hills. I, I think that'd be really cool. Have you ever done something like that, Storks? I have not been out to Kiwi Park yet, but uh, you know that is a great spot as well. I hear uh, many good things about it, and hopefully, I have the opportunity one day to get out there. It, skating through like a path with all these like hills and bumps, it, it almost remind, reminds me of that uh, Red Bull crashed ice. Uh, yep. I don't know if you ever uh, is that something you've ever considered wanting to do going down that. It's almost like this giant hill with tons of twists and turns and moguls and. <laughs> that's uh that's a little too uh dangerous for my uh my taste you know seeing those guys uh rip uh down that crazy course it's uh maybe a little bit too much for me i enjoy watching it uh, you know i have a great appreciation for uh you know what those guys are doing the entertainment with it uh but no interest in, in taking part in that yeah i don't know for me it's i, I kind of want to try it like uh, i feel like i'm Gonna be a I think you'd be good at that, you know, elbows up, ro- roller derby style, and, uh, you know, take your ice, and, and uh, you can wheel out there. I've seen you on the ice. you got some speed on you. Yeah, so you should tell that to all my former coaches. Yeah, I don't <laughs> believe you on that one, Stuart. So certainly going downhill will help me with speed, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, for those who have followed along with our Wolf Tracks podcast, uh, we discussed in the last podcast – uh, one thing I wanted to accomplish uh, in this lockdown was to clean the apartment. And I got to tell you, Storts, uh, that extra motivation of possibly getting a punishment, it worked. Uh, me and my roommate, uh, I don't think we've ever had our apartment more organized. It, so that was a big chunk of my uh, lockdown so far. It was organizing this apartment. And wow, I got to say, like, what a relief. Like, what, a, what an awesome feeling. Well, Great for you. Congratulations on accomplishing that goal. And uh, I hear some uh, good things coming out of it as well, where your apartment is cleaner. And uh, you made some donations as well to some of the local charities here in Sudbury, which is always great to give back to people in need and people of our community. So uh, congratulations on that. And uh, what's the next goal? What's uh, next on the to-do list? Uh, that, that one's tough. I don't, I don't know how deep uh, I really, like after doing that big clean, like I sit back and uh, wait for the mess to pile up again. No, no, that (laughs) doesn't work that way. You did all that work cleaning that up. You know, you got to maintain what you did and, uh, you got to tackle another goal, set the next goal. So maybe we'll give you some time on that, but by next podcast, I want to hear, uh, hear what you got. Yeah. So I'll definitely have to sit on that and think of something. Maybe if any of the listeners think I should do something uh, to better myself, uh, they can always chime in here. Uh, I would love to hear that. I think that would be a, a great thing. You know, if anybody has, um, you know, something that we can do, uh, maybe a good positive uh, community or charity challenge builder, um, you know, that, uh, you know, Brendan and I can help out with, um, you know, I would love to, uh, you know, take part in something like that. Exactly. So just uh, uh, leave a comment or message us uh, through the Sudbury Wolves on any of our media platforms, and uh, we'll certainly get back to you. And uh, hey, maybe we might be going to work soon, Storts, which would be uh, great to see. But uh, that would be awesome. I I really hope so. But Wano, who is putting in some work right now, our guys in the American Hockey League, Isaac Phillips and Quentin Byfield, each getting their first pro goal, Storts. That is just phenomenal here it rather quickly too like the season just started up and uh both these guys getting getting it done Quentin byfield doing his usual magic in front of the net in the la kings organization uh 
to tally his first goal. Then Isaac Phillips with just a spectacular goal walking in and uh, somehow uh, finding the back of the net on that phenomenal goal, which I recommend everybody listening to this podcast find a way to see a video on that. I know it's been going around in the Twitter sphere, but uh, you can certainly find it on Google's uh, but Storts, uh, what's your take on that? Seeing uh, some of our guys uh, accomplish the next step there. Well, first of all, congratulations to uh, both young men, uh, Quinton Byfield and Isaac Phillips, on uh, their first professional goal, and uh, it's incredible. I mean, that's what it's all about: is seeing that progression from the success they've had uh, at the OHL level to now the success at the professional level, and that is something so hard to do when you make that jump uh, from junior to pro um, you know obviously uh, just the age um, that players have at the professional level um, and, and uh, the the excitement that these young guys are going through you know that the challenge of going to a new city uh, a new environment and and being successful at that level so um, you know it comes with um, you know no surprise i would say um that they are successful because uh first i mean they're great people they they're awesome uh the way they are with their teammates uh both on and off the ice the work ethic that they have the amount of uh time and work that they put in to improve themselves both as people and as hockey players and uh how prepared they are coming out of the Subway Wolves organization where uh you know the culture that has been established here um, you know, is, is a great culture. It's one of uh, support and uh, caring and improvement and growing every day. So, um, you know, I, I look forward to watching uh, these guys have a successful hockey career for many years to come. And what an opportunity uh, these guys have being able to play in a pro league right now uh, due to the circumstances that we're in. They're taking advantage of some opportunities they, they might not get in a regular year. And uh, I know from having a conversation before with former head coach Corey Stillman, that that step from junior hockey to pro is a huge one. So it's a huge learning experience, and I, it's only going to benefit these guys. And, and I think it's just an added bonus that they're even getting on the score sheet right now. So I'm very intrigued to see how much progress they make over uh, the upcoming weeks and months and, and see what they can do uh, to help further their careers. It's always fun watching uh, those two play the game of hockey. You know, like you talk about the way they score their goals. It's uh, high speed, high skill, uh, battle, compete. It's fun to watch. You know, watching Quentin uh, work his magic, like you said, down low, the the strength, the the quick hands, you know, his ability to put the puck in the net. Um, you know, and, and Isaac, much the same, you know, with the, the speed that he has getting to the net and, and, and finishing on a, a great play, like you said. Um, it's always uh, awesome to see those guys do well. Yeah, and Storts, uh, one thing I want to ask you, do you remember your pro goal? <laughs> well, when you don't score a lot of goals like I did, uh, you, you tend to remember them, you know. So uh, it was definitely not uh, nearly as pretty as either one of uh, Quinton's or Isaac's. Uh, you know, it was uh, what most people would call a garbage goal. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I agree that, uh, um, you know, you never forget your first one. It's something that always uh, sticks with you. Um, it was uh, a goal scored uh, when I was in Iowa. It was the first year of the, the Iowa Stars franchise. And, uh, yeah, like I said, right around the net and uh, just banging a, a not-so-pretty goal in. 
do you still have the puck for that goal? I do have the puck. Yes, uh, it's uh, it's something that I do keep. Yeah, that's always one thing I've always wondered when when you see guys score their first goal and uh, they collect the puck. What exactly happens to the puck afterwards? I, I know some guys uh, they give it to their parents. Uh, some guys they they put it in a frame. Uh, so, uh, do you have any other collectibles for your playing career? I have a few. Yeah, I've been very fortunate to uh, to have a few uh, collectibles along the way. But, um, you know, the, the first goal puck is, is always something that's special. Um, you know, mine sits uh, probably displayed on my parents' mantelpiece, which is which is nice. You know, it's, it's something that, uh, um, you know, for all the hard work and support that they have put in, uh, you know, throughout my hockey career and continue to do throughout my life. It's, uh, it's something that, uh, we shared together. One of those success things that we shared together. And, um, you know, I think that speaks a lot towards, uh, the hockey culture when you see that process of a player scoring their first goal. So, uh, I'm sure, you know, for, for everybody's information, how, you know, Isaac and, and, uh, Quentin are gonna, you know, have their, you know, first puck, uh, from their first goal, um, sorry, the, the, the puck from their first professional goal, um, you know, either displayed or kept or whatever they decide to do with it. It's, um, it's such a cool experience and cool story where, you know, as a player, you're so excited when you score, you know, you're, you're caught up in the moment and, and you're scoring a goal for your team, but your, your teammates know, you know, they know when you score and, uh, you know, uh, it's your first goal and you have guys that will, you know, kind of, put those emotions aside, grab that puck, make sure they bring it back to uh, the bench, give it to the trainer, you know, the trainer labels it and, and uh, um, you know, make sure that it's it's uh, tucked away properly and safely. And uh, the, the team usually does something uh, either to mount it or, uh, you know, help you, uh, you know, in displaying it. So it's, it's quite the process and uh, it's a lot of people involved. And it's one of those things that really shows how tight knit you know a team is and and um you know the the joy that people share on the team together so you're celebrating your first goal you know with a group of people that care about you and uh support you and and enjoy the moment with you so it's uh it's a really cool thing about the sport of hockey yeah not too many other sports can say they have uh the little mementos like this throughout their playing career and i know uh firsthand from uh back when i did a uh, summer visit with uh, a couple of different Sudbury wolves players with a camera I-, I went and got inside their houses and they showed me around and i kind of followed their summer routines one of the players i ended up doing was isaac phillips uh in his family home in barry i gotta say like their basement it is like fully done with a, a bunch of like little mementos throughout his playing career. And even uh, Isaac Phillips' uh, sister, who ended up playing uh, in the uh, sport hockey out east, uh, just so much history all in uh, like one basement, if you believe, uh, quite the family name they have. So uh, I can only imagine that that puck's going to find its way right nestled right in uh, on the wall or on their uh, cabinet. <laughs> I know, uh, you know, there's going to be many more too. So hopefully I have uh, lots of room for uh, all the accolades he will be collecting throughout his career. 
in another first for hockey here, uh, the, the Vegas Golden Knights uh, uh, released their golden helmets. Uh, it's almost like a Notre Dame uh, sports field, the shiny, bright uh, gold helmets that, that all the players on the team are wearing. I want to know, what's your thoughts on this, Zach, and if you would ever wear one? I love the way uh, Vegas, um, you know, is, is so progressive in our, our sport. Uh, the way they, um, you know, market their team, the, the colors, the branding that they have and use. Um, you know, it's uh, incredible to see uh, the different teams and, and the colors and, and logos and what they do. Um, you know, it makes our sport pretty unique and, and special. So um, I know we talked a lot about, uh, you know, the different jerseys and color schemes uh, that NHL teams and, and uh, hockey teams in general have uh, over the summer. But, uh, you know, this is no exception and they're taking full advantage of their their color scheme and, and uh it's pretty cool to see, you know, that, uh, you know, they're, they're yeah, like that Notre Dame uh, homage, I guess, with uh, the gold helmet color. Um, but again, it's uh, it's part of that excitement and entertainment that they are providing for fans. So it's it's a lot of fun to see. Yeah, looking online, I see a lot of mixed reviews on whether some people like it, some people don't. Uh, for myself, I I kind of like that it's different. You know, it's a new design. Like, thinking of this year, uh, we're now seeing ads on the helmet. And uh, in the, and at the World Juniors, you're starting to see a little bit of a design on the hockey skate. Uh, I've always been uh, more willing to show uh, more personality, more design in the uniforms rather than just the, the jersey and the socks. So um, I'm definitely open to it. Maybe, like, uh, the shininess uh, – maybe not my favorite thing in the world i just more or less like how this is the next step you know and, I, and hopefully maybe a couple more teams uh throw a couple of designs just like on their helmets just like how uh, ncaa hockey teams do it because I, I personally have, i've always been a fan of that yeah i mean it's it's always exciting and uh you know i think uh, all sports are in a great spot right now where uh, there is so much creativity so uh, it's always fun to see what's going to come out next. And, um, you know, I, I like the little bit of love-hate relationship with uh, what comes out. You know, I think it, uh, uh, you know, sparks that passion or that excitement amongst fans, you know, to either, you know, cheer for their team a little bit harder, um, you know, or support their team uh, by buying, you know, uh, their their favorite team's jersey or whatever it might be. So, um, you know, anything that uh, is a positive influence on our game or our sport, uh, I'm for. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm always willing to, to see what's going to be the next thing that happens. You know, I feel like Vegas has always been an out-of-box thinker when it comes to uh, different styles of design where you haven't traditionally seen in hockey. And I know some of the naysayers on Twitter, uh, like a lot of their comments resonate with all that tradition. But uh, maybe this is the new tradition, you know, right? Like traditions, they change and evolve just like the game does. So uh, I'm definitely all for the the helmet design. I know it's not my personal favorite, but I'm definitely uh, still side with the pro rather than the con of the golden helmets. 
Well, folks, we hate to cut our podcast short, but for this week, it will just be a teaser. Uh, Next week, however, Stortz and I are rolling up our sleeves with some awesome guests, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And thank you for listening to the Wolf Tracks podcast.